0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. Morning Shot. Welcome to Morning Shot. I'm Ryan Huang. The Singapore FinTech Festival kicks off today. Money FM 89.3 is an official media partner of the festival, which will play host to policymakers, financial sector experts and innovators over the next three days. With progress in artificial intelligence, quantum computing and decentralized networks shaping the FinTech industry's trajectory, the issue of digital inclusion is more important than ever. And that's going to be one of the key themes tackled at the festival. For more insights, we're joined by Leong Sing Chong, Deputy Managing Director of the Manchu Authority of Singapore. Sing Chong, thanks for joining us on the show today. Hi, Ryan.
1: Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Hey, lots to talk about, but we want to dive into digital inclusion. We understand that's going to be covered extensively at this year's FinTech Festival, including today's keynote by the IMF's managing director, as well as in the fireside chat with Singapore's president, Mr. Tarman. So how can digitization promote financial inclusion? And what kind of role does MAS play in driving this agenda?
1: Thanks, Ren. It's an important question. So the first point I would make is that uh, finance exists to serve a purpose, which is to support the real economy, meet the financing needs of people and businesses, and meet these needs well. Uh, traditional finance has done this well over the years, but with digitalization and digitization powering the growth of a digital economy, it can do an even better job. So what MES has done is threefold. First, maintain an open stance towards technology and innovation in finance. Uh, this gives space for innovation and finance to grow. Second, identify key ingredients of a foundational digital infrastructure that enables inclusive finance to take place. These uh, key ingredients are present in many economies, but to different degrees. So setting these out clearly energises all stakeholders to work jointly to put in place key building blocks for inclusive finance. And then lastly, work collaboratively with the industry on strong use cases, set out to tackle big problems and show that it can be done.
0: Yeah, Sing Chong. so digital inclusion is a key goal, but to get there, you need to make sure you've got the plans in place. So this is where design comes into play. Why is it important to have deliberate design of digital financial services with inclusivity at the core? Give us an idea what that is going to look like.
1: So at the heart of this is really about Uh, harnessing technology to better serve people, businesses, and emerging regions. Uh, Developed countries and large corporates have the resources to look after themselves, and they're well served by financial institutions, so there's no gap there. But often it's really the SMEs and the lesser-developed regions that face challenges in accessing affordable financing. Technology offers a pathway to overcome this, There's great scope to design digital finance solutions that can serve customers cheaper, faster and better. But to do this, a key precondition is having strong foundational digital infrastructure. For example, strong mobile phone penetration, digital ID infrastructure and robust e-payment systems. This provides connectivity that gives underserved segments and regions better access to digital finance solutions. And this in turn creates new growth opportunities that can uplift businesses, economies and societies.
0: All right, so we've got uh, a lot of progress when it comes to technology, but it's important not to leave anyone behind. So what are some of the key initiatives that MAS is employing to bridge the digital divide and to help the underserved segments of the population?
1: Oh, yes. So just to highlight three key areas. First, you know, the FinTech Festival itself plays an important bridging role. At its core, it's a knowledge platform that serves the global FinTech community. We have over 60,000 participants from over 100 countries that spans between rich and poor countries, large financial institutions, and small startups. So it plays a key role in helping to level up digital capabilities across regions and corporates and small. Second, many of our initiatives are targeted at SMEs. For example, the MAS and the UNDP announced yesterday, Universal Trusted Credentials Initiative, in that helping SMEs develop digital credentials that give them better access to financing and third talent development uh, with a uh Technology and innovation evolving so quickly, a key focus is training up our people, uh, providing opportunities to upskill. So, this allows SMEs and developing regions to keep pace with the new opportunities that come with a digital economy.
0: All right, so quite a broad based plan to address the digital divide. We are in conversation with Dong Sing Chong. He's the Deputy Managing Director of the Magic Authority of Singapore. So, when we talk about Singapore's Sing Chong, where does it stack up when you compare it to other countries, both in the developed and developing regions?
1: That's a good question. So actually, we prefer to look at this less in terms of comparative performance, but more in terms of collaborative outcomes. In a post-pandemic world and with the expanding digital economy, there's much scope to leverage on technology and innovation to enhance regional connectivity in digital finance. So take, for example, cross-border payments, where Singapore and our ASEAN neighbours have a shared ambition of making cross-border payments safe, seamless and easily accessible to individuals and businesses in ASEAN. We have done bilateral payments linkages with Thailand and India and we are set to announce new payments linkages with two more fellow ASEAN neighbours this week. Um, We are also studying the potential of uh, implementing a multilateral payments gateway, both within ASEAN as well as beyond. If done well, this can help achieve ASEAN's ambition to uplift financial inclusion in the region and digitally connect our people and businesses with the rest of the world.
0: All right, so it's a bit of a win-win game here where if everyone progresses, it's going to benefit everyone. So if you look at the collaboration with international partners and other regulatory bodies to share best practices to help promote that cause of inclusive fintech solutions, what can we expect at a festival that's going to be coming out?
1: So just to give a few examples... So for our regional payments linkages, uh, as mentioned, we work with fellow ASEAN central banks. We are all aligned behind this. For our cross-border central bank digital currency pilots, we also work with like-minded partners, including the Bon de France, the Swiss National Bank, and the New York Fed's uh, Innovation Center. As you may be aware, we recently formed a policymakers group for our asset tokenization initiatives under Project Guardian. This comprises the Japan Financial Services Authority, the UK Financial Conduct Authority and the Swiss FINMA, which is their regulatory authority. And we are welcoming the uh, International Monetary Fund, the IMF, to this group later this week. And then for our SME projects, we work closely with the UNDP, and we are announcing a new collaboration with the World Bank's International Finance Cooperation and the World Economic Forum. So working with international partners and other regulatory bodies is an important modus operandi for us. If we want to scale our projects regionally and internationally and achieve impact, we need good international partners who are on the same page with us.
0: All right, being on the same page is important, and of course, we are going to be looking out for more to come out from the Singapore FinTech Festival this year. It's sixth edition. We've been in conversation with Yong Sing Chong. He's the Deputy Managing Director of the Marshall Authority of Singapore. Help us to unpack some of the key themes you can watch out for, including the issue of digital inclusion. Sing Chong, thank you so much for your time this morning.
1: Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg.